Welcome back, everybody, to the Ruminating Gaming. Let's get right back into it and listen to part two of our Microsoft Bethesda breakdown. Dude, yeah. Okay, so I was never a huge PC guy. My parents had one, and I played, like, things that I could, you know things that it could play like a roller coaster tycoon in the Sims and stuff, but I never played like hardcore games on the PC, but um, I had Morrowind, the Elder Scrolls Morrowind mm. on my original Xbox. And I played the shit out of that game. Yeah. However, um, when the Xbox 360 first launched and I popped in oblivion for the first time, oh, yeah. I, th- that was the first time I was like truly blown away by graphics. Like That's I was awesome. truly blown away and I was so excited to bring that Xbox 360 home. Um, especially cause at that time I was a huge PlayStation gamer. I still am a huge PlayStation gamer, but that was the turning point where I was like a lot of people's turning point where 360 captured the mind share. And I was just like, Holy cause that was, shit, this that was exclusive insane. to Microsoft, right? Yeah. yeah you couldn't yeah. play that anywhere it, else. Yeah. I believe it didn't come out on PS3 until like years oh, later. It did eventually. Um, yeah. It was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, or maybe the year after or something like that. I think they have like a time ex- exclusive thing on that one. But popping in Oblivion, I, I've never played a game more um, as far as like a single player game, not counting MMOs and stuff, but I've never played like a single player game more, put in more hours than Oblivion. And the fact that I already have achievements on, you know, the Xbox for Oblivion, they just added Oblivion to Game Pass on PC and they have its own achievement list. So I'm like, I can go through Oblivion all over again and get a thousand gamer score all over again. <laughs> which I'm ready to go. Which, by the way, just a quick pause, because uh, that's really good shit. But uh, I've got a buddy, and uh, I used to tell him, you know, we we would always uh, playfully jab back and forth with the whole PlayStation Xbox thing. He's he's pretty mm-hmm. pro Xbox. And, I, and I'd say, hey, because he said something similar to what Kyle said earlier. He said, listen, they came up with achievements, and then Sony copied them. I said, yeah, but then they made it better. And they're it's called a platinum. Like, what do you what do you call the thing? Like a, a, a one thousand achievement score it doesn't have the same ring to it. Then you dropped the word chivos on me. I had yeah. never heard chivos before, so I'm like See, super excited also, to get some chivos now. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, uh, the trophy system is better. And the fact that I can't say that I have a platinum on an Xbox game, so I had to think of something I could say to like be like, oh, I. Because it's not oh. fun to say, oh, 100% of the game. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so I'm like, oh. So now I'm just like, uh, yeah, I got a G on the game, so it, which means I got the 1,000 gamer score. I got a so G. So this is your Dude, thing. Not, G you're game. talking credit cards versus cash. No, no, no. no that's a thing that's been around. Oh, okay, but I was like, going to say, I thought. I kind of know. adopted it into my vocabulary. That's what the kids were saying, so, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the kids that are talking that shit. <laughs> Chivos, man. Chivos, you got a Chivo, Chivos a with jeans, dude. Yeah. Hey, but no, they did. Um, no press. Yeah. Don't be sus. I just want to make sure that you know I'm judging you by your Chivos, bro. Hey, I mean, as you should, to be honest. And uh, something I do like that they did, just on an end note yeah. to this, is. Uh, they added so anything that ten percent or lower of oh, the, the rarity, right? the total player base. Yeah, they added rare achievements that pop up in its own little like animation and does like a little bling animated oh, sound, wow. and it gives me a lot of satisfaction. <laughs> that's <all I'm> <laughs> well, well, while, while we give uh, Kyle a moment, uh, Charlie, man, yeah, exactly, Charlie. What uh, what Beth- what fond Bethesda memories um, ring with you, man? What what do you what do you recall? 
you know, I remember. So when, you know, we're talking a long time ago when Fallout games were isometric top down um, and they didn't have one depth in them was sort of my introduction into the Fallout universe. So when it went the way they did with Fallout 3 and I was, you know, again, just completely blown away. I remember that vault door cinematic. That one I was sold and it I've always, you know, there's a snootiness that comes with <laughs> uh you think that your Xbox is more for the the uh the higher minded game. <laughs> right? We, our games are so much deeper, you know. Uh, we know that people want to play 20 hour games and go to work at Chili's. We want the guy that has a career where he can take the day off if he wants to and sink 12 hours into our universe that we've created. You know, that that amount, that scale, uh, like he was saying about Oblivion for me, Skyrim, the um I remember Skyrim and Fallout, one of those things you do or I do in Bethesda games is you get to those parts of the map where you have this weird feeling that you can, you're on a high point and you can look way the hell off in the distance and think I can go to this little spot that mm-hmm. I can see I, like way off. I see this tiny thing. It looks like maybe that was a broken bridge. Let's go see what's going on over there. And you're going to run into all kinds of mayhem and you're going to regret going there. There's going to be toxicity over here and enemies on the right. And then for Fallout to do the that system for when you fire your gun and you you can basically freeze time, pick where you want to fire that gun, and it gives <laughs> you the cinematic of the bullet traveling from this point to that and the body getting hit. And it's all of that was just yeah. unique to those Bethesda games. And then all I could tell you a lot, but I I remember in Skyrim my first fight against a dragon. Oh, and shit. and that game they kind of implement these uh what are they called? Shouts. These oh, Viking shouts and that the are fucking in, music's that raging. A whole interesting game mechanic. Yeah. And I so you know I know these things are follow me here because at the time I it wasn't too long before that that I was really uh blown away by a movie with Matthew McConaughey called Reign of Fire. Mm. I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie and that movie did dragon uh CGI special effects and they they did the dragon in a way where it really felt like a organic like they were taking it from history. Like it, you know what I mean? It really had this, like the tears in the wings, this very aged sort of, it was very unique. And so when Bethesda put out Skyrim and the first dragon came in aggressively and then puts its wings out to, to come to a halt and then blows fire on me. I didn't even move. I didn't (laughs) run to protect myself. I was so stuck in that moment of seeing this thing this animation so perfectly thought out and then it just killed me and i mean i i don't know where you can get that yeah. kind of experience 
randomly in this open world. And for me, that happened one way where I was on a mountain trying to find my way down the mountain and this dragon's kicking my ass. Whereas that could have happened when I was coming up in a valley or exactly, you know, crossing a river. It could, it, it, there's no, um, it's not like games in the past where you had to, here's a path. And at this point in the path, you're going to come across a dragon. And then, you know, it, it was yeah. so unscripted and, and it uh, scared the crap out of me and <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And there's multiple dragons and there's different dragons and they're doing different things kinetically. I think that's the thing. They capture a kinetic feel and a tribal feel because guy, everything about it feels like you're just off in a world by yourself trying to trying to live trying to survive and trying to get through things oh fucking amen just, I, I can't forget any of that stuff man so it's made me a lifelong lover of them yeah yeah um i remember actually <laughs> i was working at um a big box retailer selling home theater sold tvs and they had a contest for selling panasonic televisions and whoever won this contest, got like a $250 in-store gift card. And so um, that was back when, well, I guess they still do. But um, I, had, I won the contest. I got the $250 gift card. And there wasn't anything else in the store that I wanted other than to just blow it all on games, right? So I, got, I was able to get like five games. And, you know, I picked out these four and I just couldn't decide on the fifth. So I kept looking online at like, um, you know, top 10 lists and all this and that and trying to get ideas. And every damn one of them had Fallout 3 on it. And I had seen it before, but I looked at it and I was just like, I just, I, 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 I never played any uh, RPGs or anything like that. I was like, ah, it's too involved, whatever. Uh, but I couldn't decide on anything else. So I bought, the fifth one was Fallout 3. That thing stayed wrapped in the cellophane for like three years on my shelf. And, um, Thanksgiving, everybody's eating. I want you to punch yourself in the face. Oh, dude. Oh, real fucking hard. Really fucking hard. Yeah. (laughs) Who here's got a key grip? Yeah. Um, well, so it sat there and then Thanksgiving, it was Thanksgiving day. Everybody ate, everybody did their thing. They left. And you know, you've got that moment where you're just sitting there and you're like, man, this, what am I going to do? And I just looked over and I saw that thing wrapped out, wrapped up on the shelf. And I said, you know what? I'm going to pop it in. I didn't stop playing that shit for two weeks. I, yeah. I almost got divorced. <laughs> All right. So, so these are the war. kind of the games. These War never changes. <laughs> there you go. War. Yeah. Um, I, uh, and I mean, you, you start the game, you're born in Fallout 3. All you know is this vault. And That's you, right. right. I forgot right. about that. And then, yeah. and then your dad's fucking Liam Neeson. Okay? And then, yeah. and then you're like, yeah. okay, this is pretty crazy. <laughs> then, then you start learning the bat system. I'm killing sewer rats down in the, in the vault. I'm like, oh my God, this is cool. There's a whole world in this vault. I could have played the game in the vault. You know? Yeah. And then... And then, like you said, the fucking doors open and the light hits you. And then 
everything's and that achievement pops that chivo pops and that door <laughs> and opens my chivo, like, chivo my pops, mine was a trophy hey um but Chivo's, oh, Chivo's oh. your first merch shit right there. The Ruminating Games gotta have a t-shirt that says I'm looking out for them Chivos and you just gotta have little I little got those bubbles. Chivo fingers. I got, I got Chivo those Chivo fingers. fingers. Yeah, right. Um, That'd be so funny, man. <laughs> I'm licking the platinum off my fingertips. <laughs> and so so I I played the shit out of that game and I could not get away from it and um I was like, wait a minute. I can just talk to anybody. Huh? Like this was a whole new genre for me. And I went over and I talked to this guy and I was like, oh my God. And then I went to Megaton, right? That was the city. And then I get to decide if I'm going to, if I'm going to blow the whole city up, you know what I mean? With the atomic bomb that's in that like radioactive pool in the middle of the town. Like I had all these choices and I just, I was so sucked in. I played the game. I looked for every other RPG that was kind of similar to that. That's how I got into Mass Effect. I, I Skyrim, my wife used to go to work. And I, you know, you do that thing. Bye, honey. Bye, honey. And then the door would shut and you're like, boom, you fire that baby on. And it was still playing by the time she got home after a nine hour shift, you know? And, yeah, uh, yeah, 100%. And, uh, and then the other one was uh, Wolfenstein, actually. Um Oh man, can we wax on some Wolfenstein for a second? Dude. I would love that. Okay, dude, I love the new series. I love it. Okay, love. and I'm glad. I'm glad love. Kyle kind of introduced it that way because, I mean, I don't know. I'm maybe I'm just stubborn, but like I hear Wolfenstein, I'm like that shit's 25 years old. I'm not interested. It's this. It's this mind-numbing run. Into, like I understand what a pioneer it was. I respect it. I get all that, but it's 2020. I don't want to play fucking Wolfenstein. Right. I don't want to play Doom. I don't want to play Wolfenstein. I don't want to play Quake. This is all that was old stuff. And um, I, I, I don't know. It was like PlayStation Plus or something. They gave you the first game and I tried it. This isn't helping my Game Pass argument, is it? Um, and <laughs> so I I uh, fired that I up. It on Game Pass. For help, yeah, so. <laughs> there you go. I, I, I fired yeah. up that first one. Oh, no, 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 no. I know why I got into it because I went to E3 2017 and that was the first year they allowed the public in and they were they showed Wolfenstein 2 there. And I go, God, that looks really good. You know, let me really let me try. Good. Let me try. the. First yeah, that trailer one. they showed off was awesome. Yeah. I was like, that looks like yeah. it's right up my alley. And so I went and played the first one and I went, holy shit. I loved the characters. Um, awesome character development. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, there's not much more to say about a Bethesda shooter. It's, I mean, it's so smooth. It always runs at a buttery 60 FPS. Um, perfect. It's just, it's just one of the feels, perfect shooters. Yes. All of them, all of them. One of the perfect. Shooters. And, yeah. uh, I played that and had to wait for two to come out. And I played, I absolutely loved it. And any chance you get to take out Nazis in a, you know, uh, an alternate universe where they won the war. Um, I'm all in. It was just, I was so blown away by it, but yeah, go ahead. I mean, look with the, with the kind of in-depth, crazy writing. It was. I, I, I can't. 
I want to say a few things right now, but I'm like, it's still like I might spoil something. Listen, when you go, I and- actually hold on. So on that note, I actually played it on PlayStation because at the time I wasn't really in Xbox yet. Oh, OK. So, gotcha. I mean, I wasn't back into Xbox right, right, more right. Yet, as much as I am now. So, so. So, yeah, I actually played all the Wolfenstein's on PlayStation. Listen, so. we understand we're all poly console here. OK. Yeah. Yeah. In the end, we only sound like we're mono, mono console. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as, yeah. as we get yeah. really settled into this, no, I, then yeah, it'll, it'll be fun. But yeah. But I mean, I, I do, man, that yeah. so many moments of pure shock and, and surprise at where the story goes when you get, if you play through that game and you get to, a, it just, there's so many moments that surprise you and <sighs> so you are. think it's going to be over. It keeps going. You think something terrible has happened. It keeps going. Your head getting on, cut off. Of a the head being person. cut off oh and then caught. And, 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 and I was like, I was like, no. Ruthless. Ah. Oh, yeah, I mean, they really so took you to a place it was there. So good. And then yeah. you're on, you go to Venus and you have to audition for a movie to Dude. Hitler. To Hitler. Yeah. So who good. is a real piece of shit. I mean, I already thought the guy was a real piece of shit and they found a way to take the character and go I'm fucking he's a bigger piece of shit than you thought he was. I'm fucking I'm downloading it right now. It's on uh, Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not waiting till Wednesday. And then I, I got to say, I sent the one of my one of my favorite scenes of all time in any game in my in my time playing games the scene where your girl that is pregnant yes saves you and is straddling on your body with her shirt ripped off two machine guns blowing the hell out of everything blood raining down from the ceiling across (laughs) her very voluptuous bosoms and she and and literally a moment where you're like i get why this couple's gonna make it yeah they're They're gonna make it there was nobody that could have been with uh blaskowitz more than that person no absolutely (laughs) and i think this is an important time to inform the listeners that no this is not triple c making up a video game in his head this is all legitimate (laughs) shit this goes down uh and that's just scratching the surface of that game it really is it was a ballet of blood (laughs) it was amazing Oh shit. It was I mean and it, it never it never ceased to just leave me absolutely joy-filled mm-hmm. and wanting more. I know. Wanting more please. It 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 kept me hooked. Very few games have managed to do it that way. Uh the Chronicles of Riddick games I know have nothing to do with this, but I did have that same experience of being no, I surprised. Yeah. The story was going on. The, the the level of quality was, it just surprised me. Look, I don't think I like anything Vin Diesel's in more than I like it, uh, that game, right? I, I don't <laughs> think I like anything uh, else that Vin Diesel's in. Anything except for that game. Maybe Groot. Maybe <laughs> Groot yeah, is right. best Because well, he changes yeah. his voice and he's fucking somebody else. <laughs> right? He says like the it same thing. It doesn't look like him. That. It doesn't sound like him. It doesn't. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I absolutely, uh, Bethesda, I think we're marking out how much joy I have from this catalog of games, how many high points, the, the fact that Microsoft has acquired them 
and that that means to me they're going to get better is such a it's so exciting for me personally and i think for the gaming world and i think it puts sony on notice and by the way you were saying you could have played the whole game in the vault and i want to tell you if sony in-house had developed the game <laughs> that's pretty much what it would have fucking right been. right right okay it would, been, it would have been a series of connected vaults okay third person action and the guy would have called his son boy for the whole fucking game and everybody watch it charlie right? watch it because if we're gonna get a little sassy towards the end here uh yeah, listen. You could say <laughs> one. Yeah, go ahead. Just one thing. Please. One thing. Lash. Sorry. No, please. I, I don't mean to derail. No, this, you're totally fine. But I, I can't let this episode also go out without mentioning yeah. that uh, Shinji Mikami, the creator of Resident Evil, very uh, person that's always been very tied to PlayStation, is now under the Xbox umbrella. Shinji Mikami, Shinji Mikami is an Xbox employee, a Microsoft employee now, and wow. we're going to probably get another Evil Within 3, I hope. I hope. The Evil Within is such a good survival horror That's franchise, a, a Bethesda franchise, mm-hmm. and I just, I need to see another one. No, I would, I would be Man. on board with that. I, to- <laughs> I already told you, uh, most of my gameplay, my PT playing time happens over here and it's uh i get out of work at 10 family sleeping it's dark and i don't want to play that by myself i just i just <laughs> that's the best time to play i know it. Well, yeah well maybe no, if you guys could come over it, and hold yeah. my hand or something or just you know maybe i'll stream it or something and stream you guys it can, we'll watch it you guys yeah, can yeah help do, me do out. within one stream do but it. uh do it yeah you had mentioned earlier something i forgot i forgot to say when we were covering third party developers and whatnot it's it looks so much like what you see facebook and google do they gobble up instagram they'll Mm -hmm. gobble up tiktok they'll gobble up these applications and sony as much as we're talking about them they are doing a really like a, a street corner impression of apple yeah right like they want to be this closed okay you know uh atmosphere kind of we're exclusive they don't have the goods they don't have the ability they got the goods they're hardware shows they don't man they're still they're still pumping up iphone threes in a in a different market (laughs) no 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 no, 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 no. all right look 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 look. sony's got the goods they absolutely have the goods if you want to say the goods are a little samey i'm not going to argue with you but um, they got old goods. They got yesterday goods. But man. what I will say, <laughs> what I will say is that Sony does have a lot of. Um, I mean, it, at one point or another, they had acquired the studios that they have now, but they weren't anything like they are today, you know. And the growth and the 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 organic growth that's happened with a lot of those studios within Sony, like, listen, when it comes to narrative. They got the goods. They got the goods. All right. Yes, it's usually over nah. my right shoulder, but they're good. <laughs> okay. And so, um, you know, don't get don't get too crazy here. Don't get too crazy. Uh, Microsoft's doing a really really good job, and I I'm liking what they're adding. But just 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 Microsoft represents the stars and bars. Lash. <laughs> it's an America thing. It's America. Like America. It. Is that what it is? America. America. You do things better than us. We're going to buy that shit and make it our own. America. You know, in all seriousness, no, uh, in all seriousness, though, is that um, I, 
it's so important to me that 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 you have that competition, right? And what's so interesting yeah, is that no, that no. foundation and that landscape, the way Microsoft's going, I mean, they're just pulling the rug out from under people and they're changing the game. And so it's going to be really, really interesting and it's hard to kind of foresee, but I just hope that whatever that looks like, the, the competition is still something that really tries to pull the better out of each side, because at the end of the day, the winner is the consumer, right? And I'm, like I said, I'm an idiot. I'll buy all of it, you know? Um, so yeah, uh, I, I'm with you, you know? So I think that's really, really important. But and I think the gauntlet's laid down so that phony, I'm sorry, Sony he just is going to have to invest in, uh, you know, developing their infrastructure to compete with the big boys. You know, their best. And look, they have hey, to. You keep can talk about infrastructure. PS5s. Show me the games. <laughs> but look, I'm just saying they got to keep slinging their PS5s to the 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 lowest tiers of. Uh, what Central America right. and South America and I don't buy and a box. Great. Get everybody a PlayStation. I don't everybody. buy a box that's because great. I like the UI. I buy it because I like the games. Yeah. It's a game machine. Yeah, but the games, are, but the games are going to be better. They're going to be on Microsoft. Okay, well, Bethesda's games are going to. I'm going to be playing Microsoft later. Then <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what it's all about, man. This just upgrade PlayStation now. Just upgrade PlayStation now. That's all I want. You know what? They, just upgrade PlayStation now. They got a better catalog. PlayStation now has a better catalog than Game Pass. Just upgrade PlayStation now. Yeah. That's all you got to do. That's all yeah, you got to you know, do. Better. And, do it now while you can. Do it while you can. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, they, 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 the fact that I can play Silent Hill and Metal Gear Solid natively on an Xbox and not on a PlayStation is fucking weird. It's I don't understand. Criminal. Yeah. Criminal. It's weird. I cannot You're speaking play. to my point. I know. No, I understand. Yeah, I understand. Totally. But but you have to for me personally, you have to weigh them. Not everybody can afford two consoles. So if you're gonna ask sure. me, do I want to play Metal Gear Solid One, something that I've played 15,000? I absolutely love it. I do. But I want the new experiences. That's what I'm gonna pay a five hundred dollar box for. And now that I see right. the direction Microsoft's going, right, and the decisions that they're making and the way that they're operating, listen, I just picked up an oar. I hopped in the boat with you. I'm paddling. I'm paddling. You know what I mean? But uh, don't, don't get crazy and say that Sony doesn't have the goods. You know what I'm saying? They, they've had the goods. I'm, I'm just, I just think that at this point, if you... I'll hold the backlash. I'll hold the backlash. <laughs> if we're going to bet 10 years, my bet is 10 years, Microsoft has the... Has the clear hardware advantage software advantage and leverage on product unless sony does something different that i'm not seeing right now comes down to the games yeah. charlie microsoft the even even so even so even if they everything goes to game pass and you're paying 15 dollars a month and by the way the heftier that service gets the more titles you get into that service that shit ain't staying 15 dollars a month Oh no, that's gonna. Go. I don't know, man. So, but but look, I mean, but at the end of the day, the, there's only one way it's gonna uh, succeed, and it's not gonna succeed because it's because it's a monthly service. It's gonna succeed because it's worth what what you're paying for it, right? And right now, I think it's absolutely. I think it is. Yeah, I, yeah. well, I think it is a 15 a month service. But what I'm saying is, once you get really big titles in there, and you start like during the 360 days when they had the new IPs and they had, you know, the gears of wars and they had the mass effects and things like that. Like once that really starts hitting, cause they've, they've acquired all the studios they need to do that. Right. It was just, it, it's, it's a bit of a time game right now. Kyle alluded to it earlier and they're going to be in a quicker cadence than, than Sony is eventually. 
And I agree with all that. But the only way this is going to work is if you can is once that starts happening. So you can talk about power of the console. You can talk about infrastructure. You can talk about all that stuff. But at the end of the day, the majority of people, I believe, buy consoles for games. And that's why Sony did how they did last generation, because it came down to the games. Sony's, Sony's the kid on the playground that like has their soccer ball and only wants to play with like four or five kids. Sony's a fucking asshole. They're also the kid on the playground that's still selling burnt CDs when everybody's downloading shit. <laughs> right. You know and, what I mean? And Lash, I, mean- I think I agree with everything you're saying, Lash. And uh, I think that when you get your Xbox soon, you're going to be pleasantly surprised with how that whole infrastructure works. And I'm getting when, when we're all waiting six to seven months in between the great PlayStation game <laughs> and yeah, your yeah. You're Fair playing enough. one to one to ten really great games every month. In between that, it, it's they're battling for mindshare. They're trying to get the mindshare, yeah, sure. and I think it's going to start to tilt. And I hope PlayStation keeps up because I will always be a PlayStation fan. Yeah. I love PlayStation. I love their studios, but it's just it's getting to the point to me where it's not enough. I got Those you. big tentpole games is not enough for me anymore. Like they're great, yeah. but I don't want to wait six. I yeah, I, I got one life to live. <laughs> I don't want to wait six months to a year to play one to two great games. Last you know of Us Three in 2028 is going to be awesome. I'm just telling you guys. And, can't uh, wait. And can't wait. I hope I'm still alive because well, it's. I'll gonna be, be there to play it. Yeah. Hopefully, but well, I mean, look, I think that them aggregating revenue, like taking everybody's subscription fees, you use the metaphor of uh, comparison to Netflix. You know. Netflix's prices do increase, but they're not huge increases, and yet they're the n- amount of money that they say put into movies and and signing exclusive uh, deals for movies to be made from anybody from Adam Sandler to Scorsese. Sure. Right, the prices aren't exponentially bumping up for your membership. They do go up. They also offer you different packages, HD package, sure. nor, you know, a super well, look, HD Well, look what package. they tried to do with so, Xbox Live until they got kicked well, in the groin, yeah. right? But I, what I'm saying is I don't know if I necessarily agree, uh, would agree with I, – I, I don't think they're just going to try and raise it 2 or $3, but you've actually proved a point to a question that I had earlier, which was you know, a possible concern about – quality going down and you just mentioned a lot of the stuff that netflix signs on in in some of the talent and i mean i pay a monthly service for that and i haven't been upset with any of the the quality of it you know what i mean but i i would i think well, that microsoft's going to increase yeah. it a little more but which is well, fine which I, is fine I mean, as probably, long as i want to play i would think that they will break it into packages before they sure. just give it as a one price like they'll say if you have a a series s Versus a, 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 what is it, Series X and Series S, right? Yeah. So if you have a Series S, then that might be a different package of Game Pass because you're not going to be paying for the, you know, the highest of resolution kind of content. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. then the same thing, I think that's kind of where the future would go. But to me, it just feels like an insurance model. Sure. When you've got that much money, if, if you have a one-to-one ratio of people who own an xbox owning game pass and people who own game pass who play big titles even if they're only on game pass for 90 days and then they have a choice to buy it i think more sales happen more people Mm -hmm. are playing those big titles 
right when they release if they're on Game Pass versus having to make a choice between, oh, Madden comes out in August. What else comes out in August? Well, Call of Duty and Halo which one do you want? Yeah, no, when I, I when Madden. I bought when I bought the PS5, it was like, okay, what uh, do I want to do Demon Souls? Uh, to your point exactly, do I want to do Demon Souls or do I want to do Miles Morales? But if I had Game Pass, you know, but that's my and, and right, and even even if they asked you to buy Miles, you know, Morales at, at a certain point of the game, like if you got half the game on Game Pass, like that's why I think those packages are going to come into play if we're talking about high budget exclusive titles. Sure. I think it'll come in these forms of just paying a nominal small amount. I think that's how they're going to push back against um, this concept that you have to buy $70 games. But if those to those big budget yeah. games like GTA will bring in tons of revenue because everybody owns one. Mm-hmm. But those other big budget games often do not get that pull. If they can just make a whatever they feel like a, they know that they're going to have a hard time competing in market, but they know they can get their operating costs and a very predictable and probable earnings of a certain percentage, not GTA Rockstar money, sure. but revenue. And that revenue is there for Microsoft to give because it's an aggregate. They've got a one-to-one ratio is what they're going for. And everybody's playing it. Right. Everybody's going to play your game. You have a better chance of selling it. And that's as that goes on and they're Bethesda and, and Xbox mm-hmm. or other titles that are exclusive. I just don't know where Sony has the money to do the same thing. They will have to build it in-house. And I think it just puts them in a place where they're slowly... I don't see it yet. Like yeah. everybody talks about... You know, uh, oh, well, Halo got pushed back and there's no reason to buy a One X. I heard a lot of people say that, too. But the difference in playing Cyberpunk on the One X and versus the PS5 was significant. Mm-hmm. I've seen them on both. I think that that's what you're going to see going further down the line. And what is Sony going to where is the plan for that? You know, so I wouldn't be again, 10 years down the line, it's been talked about in a couple of different generations, but 10 years down the line, it's not crazy to think that there's no more hardware console wars and Sony goes the way of Sega and is a software because that'll be much more profitable for them and let Microsoft. But see, I don't I don't see Microsoft continuing to make a box. I think you put Game Pass well, on absolutely PC. It everything. looks like a PC already, right? Right, exactly. I think you put Microsoft, I think you put Game Pass on a TV. I mean, shit, they got smart refrigerators now. Maybe I can play Halo while I'm getting, you know, making my peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but I, you know, I think I don't I don't foresee boxes in either one of their futures, but I, I do see Sony being in a very awkward position with with the model that they they still currently have, so I would agree with that. Is that to say you think that TVs will be the new consoles? Like they're just going to merge your graphics chip, your GPU. The same way you look at your, the, the same way you look yeah. at Netflix. The same way you look at Netflix as yeah. internet speeds increase. You know, because that's the biggest issue right now is that most people don't can't get the speeds or or the power that's required to stream these games in a quality fashion, right? So, but eventually, absolutely, that's where it's going. I mean, I didn't buy but, one physical look, game. You know, uh, I didn't buy one physical game this entire generation, you know, 
I don't have Same. a problem. Right. I don't have a problem with getting rid of that box. I don't. I like again, I just I just want the games. But you know, Sony's dead. And Microsoft's set right already now. doing that, right? Well, like, they are. Like the, they're doing where you can play on they have a whole list of accessories that uh, I don't know if people know about, but you can now streaming gaming is X Cloud. You know, plausible and doable. As long as you have an Unless enjoyable. it's PS now. You're right, right. That's kind of, right. Now. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's again. That's, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Microsoft. <laughs> pumping it up with the money. You know, it's like. Well, I, I just I like, how does Sony compete with it's that? Coming and I'm excited and all that shit. You're excited because you Man, did the I right thing. You bought America last. America. You bought America. <laughs> if you're not, Crown if you're not playing America. <laughs> yeah, if you're not playing, <laughs> where the Xbox, games on playing. consoles are free. <laughs> what's that? What's that line in Big Daddy where uh, Steve Buscemi's in the at the end where they're in the courtroom and he's like. He's like, yeah, if you don't like spaghetti and meatballs, why don't you get the hell out of here? That's like, I'm, I'm picturing that with Xbox, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Well, um, as uh, as we kind of tie this up, just real quick, guys. Um, I last The last episode I did, uh, I did a segment called Get It Off Your Chest. I don't know, but we've, I felt like we might have done that a little bit throughout this, but anything that you guys got going on, possibly game-related, that uh, like a little mini rant, have your Brando moment. Um, Ooh, yeah. any every time about any games would have to it, give us a any, anything give us like, a, a head, header yeah no 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 give like any yeah like if any type of rant i mean you're what are you playing right now what are you playing right now charlie i am playing the uh ass out of bloodborne on on a ps4 oh and i'm in, of course because it's exclusive oh you can't play that ridiculously. on ridiculously weird no you know it's weird because i keep having this feeling deep inside like it would be better <laughs> on an xbox <laughs> kind of like you know, and that i would be able to enjoy yeah. it but instead i feel like i'm you know having to sleep in that race car bed i'm going back a generation well and to give to give the listeners a little background you've played through all of the dark souls right you've played yes uh and you've played through sekiro right yes you played them all so the 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 the, the, the yes. one missing out of this is bloodborne and and uh, i was watching you stream it you're getting pretty close to that so how would you how would you compare it to the others Oh, you know, I I am enjoying it because I like the changes they made. It's not um, there are some fundamental differences that are going to sound uh, straight out of the nerdium, you know, if I start talking deep about sure, the sure. gaming differences. But uh, they put you in a really interesting, you know, uh, place. There, the way yeah. that they develop that world, and it's a it's a definite and significant difference between uh, Dark Souls, which is a very kind of nightmarish horror take on medieval dark ages yeah. and fantasy sure. like lord of the rings on a really bad acid trip and um it's really challenging really hard bloodborne they did that and put you in this sort of 1800s you know horse-drawn carriages and long leather coats and top hats and yeah. uh really crazy curvy pistols and you know <laughs> uh, a whole unique take on it sure, but sure. even for a game as acclaimed as dark souls here's my rant when you get to a place where they put dlc out and i'm a huge fan of from software who develops all of these titles but i'm not kidding you in the game, you come across certain enemies that are just kind of wacky. There are these crows 
that are really large and they jump up and they badger you for a little bit and they're not too hard to kill. And then there's another kind of a, a, a wild dog that's a pain in the ass, but also okay, easy to kill. You can get through it. And they're sort of just burdened little enemies that you keep running across. You know, I feel like they're insulting my intelligence and just completely <laughs> fucking with me when I get into DLC and they've literally have the dog headed crow and the crow headed dog. And I feel like I'm in the cutting room floor of the editing room for grandma's boy. Like I feel like I'm stuck and that the guy who's programming this level is like wearing a long leather coat, thinks he's in the matrix and talks like this. <laughs> you know, like Religion that's how it Manus is Yana. such. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. So how much do clothes cost in the matrix? <laughs> okay. <laughs> We could probably get exactly. that. I don't know. We could do like a cross episode with the movie and it being a video game. Oh my god, I could go for fucking days I mean, with that movie. It, and that game's already frustrating yeah. and super hard. And and I'm so open to accepting what they throw in you because usually it's a, a something you would have just never thought of. Oh, 99 out of 100 times. This one little thing, these little fucking piece of shit design <laughs> characters that somebody designed half drunk on a Sunday night when they had a deadline on Monday, the crow headed <laughs> dog or whatever the hell he came with. That's my rant. Well, well, you know, stop fucking with me and let me get through this piece of shit level. I want to beat the game. We're the here rest for of you, Charlie. Good. Why'd you do this? We're here for you. That's why we do get it off your chest. It's a safe space. Um, and you oh, actually been you. streaming thank it on uh, Twitch. Where where can people find you on Twitch if uh, they turn on the notification and check out some of your streams? I'm gonna have to give somebody a link before I start spelling it out to you. Okay. S one three nine four seven six four X X X. It's a mix of letters and numbers that come out. Was there a niner in there? You got to streamline that. Was there a niner five eleven D five? Did you say eleven D five? Yeah, Kyle, man. So, but yeah. Oh, that. Well, no. Hey, listen. By the way, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Um, no, no. I'll, I'll get. We'll get a link out to the stream. I'll put it on the Twitter. Um, you can. You can check me out at Twitter um, under the Dad LaRue. Watch me get frustrated and embarrass myself. You'll love it. Oh, but that's the whole idea. That's that's why we do this. Um, that's what Dark Souls is about. That, that, oh, I gotta plug this. I am starting back, and uh, we'll tell the story another time. But once upon a time, Brando, the uh, my co-host with uh, the Brevity Box, Brevity Box, yeah had me doing body by dark souls and every time i died i'd have to do 10 push-ups or some sort of physical activity <laughs> and i am back to doing it i am now on body by bloodborne <laughs> i've done blood. 40 push-ups and 60 uh squats just no weights just body weight and uh can you raise your arms it, all the way above was, your head i had to stop <laughs> uh, i had i do i'm not kidding you this part of my arm is on Fire. Fire. Cue the 80s montage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. All right. Kyle, man. Um, anything uh, you want to get off your chest or maybe something you've been playing lately? Uh, get off my chest. Just uh, make PlayStation Now better and I'll be happy. Um, I'll get that. I think it's a piece chest. of shit. It is, a piece and of shit. I got a year subscription to it, so <laughs> I'm I'm giving it money. Yeah, right. I'm giving you the funds to make it better. Just do it now. I'm supporting you. That's all I can do yep. is vote with my wallet. But they should um, just name it Anthem the way it sounds like it's going. Watch I mean, your that mouth. Just be what they do. 
<laughs> but uh, other than that, no, uh, I'm the perfect demographic for um, for Xbox because I bought a $500 Series X console and I'm playing Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, which is an eight-year-old game. So <laughs> I'm... Uh... Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I've been so doing. Tell everybody what, yeah. you're, what you're doing with the Assassin's Creed uh, series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So among a uh, few New Year's resolutions, my like uh, official... New Year's gaming re- resolution is to play all the mainline Assassin's Creeds and a hundred percent them to, I mean, minus a few that have like multiplayer achievements that I probably can't get anymore, but, um, I'm going to mainline all the Assassin's Creeds and, uh, a hundred percent them. So I cheat wow. out Assassin's Creed two. Nice. Um, and I'm going to go back and play Assassin's Creed one because I actually didn't have it at the time, but I just bought it on an Xbox sale. So I have it nice. now, but, um, now I'm playing Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, which is the second game in the Ezio trilogy. And that game's going good so far. Um, I still think two's better than Brotherhood, but people would disagree with that. I like two better than Brotherhood. Um, yeah. So by the time you get to like, uh, the pirate one, are you just going to start? Flag. Yeah. Yeah. But when you get to black flag, are you going to just start taking like POW videos? You're like day 357. <laughs> I'm still on the open seas. I've shot the same boat and sunk it 472 times. I don't know where I'm supposed to go. If you receive this message, please. But when he, when he, I don't have the power. When he gets to, no, when he gets to origins, he's going to, yeah, it just, he's going to be like, four. <laughs> he's going to have this little mom. Yeah, I, uh, Time has no meaning. Yeah, right. I don't know what's I've going on anymore. I've already started making those, uh, those videos where I take like, a picture each day in the morning and then I make like a slideshow going fast forward. It shows me like kind of aging as like I'm playing each of these. Take a picture screens. each day. By the black guy has got a beard. <laughs> you're you're going to become the new QAnon conspiracy guy. You're going to be like, I think oh, the animus created COVID in China. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was the Templars who brought COVID into the country. Their Jewish space lasers zapped COVID into reality. Exactly. <laughs> reality. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, that's what I'm doing right now. Uh, I also picked up a few other games on Series X. Uh, I picked. Oh, actually, on PS5, I got a PS5 as well. I platinumed Astrobot and I platinumed Spider-Man Miles Morales. So good. So nice. Th- those games were awesome. Um, I'm gonna probably always hold the record for the speed run for Astrobot oh, in, the get on. <laughs> uh, in the hey. Radio Network. In the Nations Radio Network group. So it's really fun. cool feature. Yeah, because I had I had uh, played the game and platinumed it before Kyle, <clears throat> uh, but. Yeah. Once, mm-hmm, once mm-hmm. I got it on there, it records all your times. And then when he played and did his run through, he beat my time by about nine seconds. And I get this uh, yeah. fucking notification on my PlayStation going, hey, you thought you were cool, but not quite as cool anymore because Kyle just beat your time by nine <laughs> seconds. Do you want to try? And uh, yeah. yeah, you know, I just haven't uh, I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. I told him. I finally come to terms. I finally come to terms, you know, that I'm the Xbox guy that has more trophies does, and more platinum and better Astro, you know? Yeah. That's okay. I could be, yeah, I you know, both. I, was, I could be the best of both. It's not the size of the Chivo. It's, sure. it's really how you use it. It's how okay? you use the Chivo. This, right. this thirsty Chivo behavior between you gentlemen is... Uh, unbecoming. Well, Kyle's got Kyle's got some legit. I was going through his stuff. He's got some legit chivos and some legit platinums. Um, my crown jewel would be Bloodborne on PlayStation, and I, I, I he doesn't have that one, so I've got a little uh, mm, solace in no. that. But uh, uh, Evil Within Two, oh FML man, yeah. uh, that's that's like that was a hard one. Yeah, um, 
but uh i'm i'm proud of evil within two i'm proud of the last of us two that one was kind of easy actually though i would say the first uh, last of the us. original that yeah that one was yeah, hard sorry go ahead um Oh, no, it's fine. I'm also uh, really proud of this is really old, but Modern Warfare 2, the original Modern Warfare 2, oh, because those spec ops missions, man, were like damn near impossible. Right and, on. Yeah, well, if anybody's but, seen yeah. you play Call of Duty, it makes sense. So makes sense. So, well, yeah, I always I always kind of want to get into what everybody's playing and drum up some excitement. I mean, that's how I always try and play new games. I, you know, I hear somebody talking about it and it gets me all jazzed up. So I appreciate you guys sharing some of that with me and uh but uh yeah i think i think we've kind of gone over everything and uh wanted to thank you guys again for coming on and and uh rapping with me a little bit here and and uh you know i tried making you playstation people but it didn't quite work out that way that's all right I've been a PlayStation uh, people since before you were born. People, that's okay. right. More oh, of right. a... Yeah. <laughs> since before PlayStation even came out, yeah, bro. Yeah, right. No, but in all seriousness... I remember when when the Walkman hit, yeah. I was all PlayStation yeah. all day. The Sony Walkman, that's right. Well, again, I, I really appreciate you guys being on and um, always like having these chats. We'll set something up in the future. And uh, yeah, and, and also all the listeners, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, you know, the, the podcast is actually brought, uh, brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. Plenty of other podcasts on there. Something for everybody. Uh, again, Kyle's uh, Rumination of Red Rum. Really, really cool. You just did one on, uh, wh- which movie was it again? Uh, Don't Breathe, uh, which is a horror suspense movie. And before that, Ready or Not, where I actually had Triple C on. It was a lot of fun. So, that was yeah. a lot of fun. Right on. And then host of Brevity Box. And they've, you've got kind of just a hodgepodge of everything in there. Um, yeah, politics, games, life. Um, I was on that a couple of yeah, no- nights about, ago. That was a blast. people for us. Yeah. And really being terrible at brevity. Um, so it's, <laughs> it's merging those two things that I'm really good at. Being terrible at brevity. And liking people. Those are the two things that that show has. Yeah, definitely check it out, guys. Um, Thanks again, guys. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Game on. Have fun. Game on. Stay spooky.